like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... That was a really slow count. I like didn't know what to do with myself. Well, I'm sorry that I did that to you. You can't just go changing things on me. Uh, I, I'm gonna do the changes. I'm gonna change what I like. Cause I'm the and guy. I'm gonna complain about it. <laughs> I'm gonna complain because it's America and I love to complain. It's my God-given right. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> I'm in America. I'm going to blast fireworks. I, it is officially fucked. Those fireworks last night has fucked our like air quality. For, oh, yeah. Like, there, there's so many, I don't know if anybody saw those videos of that flyover LA. There are hundreds of thousands of fireworks going off on every block, and now no one can breathe. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know that. They do that every year. There's just normally yes. also big groups of fireworks. Mm-hmm. I like Years and years ago, when I was a youth, I was like flying into LAX on July 4th, and it was like a circuit board that was like having a seizure. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And the flight stewardess was like, oh, it's fireworks because it's 4th Duh. of July. And we, I was like, that's an insane amount of fireworks. We love to celebrate in California. No, Everybody else, like, you're miserable. We got more fireworks per capita than anywhere else in the, in the universe. We've been celebrating for like a month. It's true. We've been celebrating for so long, we thought there was a conspiracy. (laughs) June, July, they're practically the same month at this point. We might, and there's no one's doing fireworks officially, so there's like buy one, get 67,000 free. Now that time means nothing, we've had 4th of July for three weeks. Yeah, it's it's always 4th of July. It's always 4th of July. So just blast off those fireworks. Just don't do it at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Or do it, fuck it, who cares? No, we need sleeps. I had a terrible, terrible migraine yesterday. So oh, I no. took a like a big girl pain pill at like eight o'clock and went the fuck to sleep. Heard zero fireworks. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I heard fireworks all fucking day long. Right. And a month and a half before the 4th of July. <laughs> right. Uh, but it was not bothering me last night. I was like, nope, I don't care. I'm all sleepy. Our fireworks, at least the ones that I started to hear. So thankfully, our direct neighbors like behind us and across the street from us, I think they load off maybe five that were like, oh, okay, those were very loud. I can hear them very clearly. Mm-hmm. But it was starting at 7.30 going until I went to sleep a little after midnight. It was just like from afar. So it was no yeah. different than normal. So it was just... Yeah. Pop, 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 yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Everyone was like, oh, no, like your foster cat Franny, she's going to be afraid of the fireworks. I'm like, there's been fireworks every night of her entire life. Yeah. So she's not afraid of them. This is just her usual. She's going to be scared the night they don't go off. Yeah. She could give a fuck about a firework. She does not care. This is a tough cat. There was also a baby earthquake and and she was just like born during this time are just like immune to fire. Yeah, are the world's most hardcore cats. These cats have leather jackets. Yep. These cats have chains on their wrists and wallets. These cats are ready for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) They certainly are ready for the weekend. (laughs) And you know what we're ready for? Hi! (laughs) Welcome to the Booze and Brews Podcast. 
We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we do it whilst making sky booms to celebrate the fact that our country is shit. Was at, was at one time a good place to be. That's right. <laughs> one time we made a decision to fuck over the British, and yep. it was good. Yep. It was good. Now, no, we got some, we got some trumps. <laughs> the jury's out on what's happening. Yeah, so we decided not to do because normally Fourth of July we do like revolutionary ghosts, America ghosts, some sort Fuck of like that. founding father ghosts. No, we were like not feeling it. I'm not really not feeling, feeling you right it. now, America. You're disappointing me. No, it's not feeling it this this uh, this year. So we decided Deck. to uh, our new beer from Three Weavers this week is called Day Job. Yes. And it's a pale. It's fucking delightful. It's real good. When they good. say it's they hop don't. forward, they're not lying. Yeah, you they baby. do not make a bad beer, that fucking Three Weavers, man. No. Because Bob and I had this, um, our night? extra can, no, Friday night. Oh, Friday night. And uh, he goes, you're not going to like this. And that it's, was it's. Accurate. It's pretty hoppy. True. It's pretty hoppy. I uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's uh, I feel like this is what pale ale should taste like. I agree. This is this is the taste of beer. We also had the uh, the beer that we're having next week. Spoiler: I won't tell you about it, but I'll tell a friend about it offline. We do. You guys have to listen in. You have to listen. This you have to listen to me. Teaser for next week. We've already had the beer. <laughs> You were probably going to listen anyway. <laughs> but now you're doubly excited. So anyway. We, anyway. So, day so we were like day jobs. So we were like haunted de- jobs. Ha- yeah, jobs. Jobs where there are ghosts involved. Is Steve Jobs a ghost? Vanessa. Is, yes. This is We're just going to do a dramatic retelling of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's these scientists. I almost did the fucking... Uh, Braybury building downtown where they filmed Ghostbusters or whatever. Oh. That is haunted. Nice. I om- and it's an office building now. I almost literally did the Ghostbusters hotel for uh for this week. That is so funny. But what did you do instead? But I did not actually. So instead I chose a location which I think is in running for the most boring title of a place ever. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. It's called The go. Building. It's called The Building. Um, no, so it is the New York State Education Building. I know, snorzy. Fuck, yeah, I fell fast. asleep. Like, snooze you could come up with something like the fucking... I don't know. The Parliament. It's like something, yeah. I don't know. The, were you going to make a Pokemon reference? Sure. Jeffrey. The, the bo- Jeffrey. <laughs> let's stop that right now let's rename this building jeffrey it's jeffrey (laughs) okay so jeffrey is very haunted jeffrey is in albany new york uh because it's the new york state education building not new york city capital of new york obviously obviously uh so the uh jeffrey was designed by uh the architect henry hornbostel no horn or cornbostel Hornbostel. Okay. H O R N B O S T E L. Hornbostel. Hornbostel. Henry Hornbostel. My name is. Um, and it was built by a company called M F Dollard, like motherfucking Dollard. Motherfucking dollar dollar bills, y'all. So it was. It was. It was built from 1809 to 1911. What? 1908. Here we go. Numbers are hard. Numbers are hard. It was built from. 1908 through okay. 1911. That makes okay, that, way more sense. Okay, I was like, man, this is a hundred... <laughs> I was like, did they do a brick literally a day? After one century of construction, the we building is almost complete. ready to go. <laughs> I was 
was staring at the numbers. I was like, that's not right, brain. That's not how numbers work. <laughs> nope, it took them three years to build the building. Okay, not 103. Um, so it was, it was a, a like a design or like a, came about being because uh, Miss a Mr. Andrew Draper, he was the first commissioner of the Board of Education of New York State. Okay. okay. So he was the first one to have this job and he was like, I have this new cool job, this new cool thing and, he, and we definitely need our own Jeffrey. We need a building. So yeah. I'm going to get... Building. And then, yeah. and then his family migrated south and then got a job at a advertising firm. His <laughs> kid Don. This is yeah. a madman joke. <laughs> and then he's and then he's DB Cooper. He's and DB Cooper. <laughs> and then he wears some bomb aviators and jumps out of the back of a plane. <laughs> Inspires uh, a no. boy who just wants cheeseburgers. Okay, so Dodge I know three cheeseburgers. If you're not a member of our Patreon, you've not heard the three cheeseburgers. Uh, you should ten become head start. a member of our Patreon so you can Patreon. listen. Patreon.com slash booze and brews. All right. It's so anyway, Don Draper's dad needed okay, a building. Okay, so Donald Draper's dad was the first commissioner of the education board. Okay. He needed so Jeffrey. So he was just like, I need my own Jeffrey. Yeah. Um, because I have my own agency now, and I we, our agency needs a house, and so important. we need to build a Jeffrey. Right. Um, so it was because of this, it was the, a quote with Wikipedia, it was the first major building constructed in the United States solely as a headquarter for the administration of education. Stop. <laughs> there does not need to be a qualifier for every single yes, fucking building. every building is special, dear. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, this is, they are. This building is a Jeffrey. Why do you hate buildings so much? I hate Jeffrey. Yeah, if you hate buildings so much, get out of the one you're in. This is like Jeffrey's <laughs> version of a like participation trophy. It like really he got is. some sort of specialness. Yeah. Because he's the first major building constructed in the United States solely as a headquarter for the administration of education. Now there are other buildings that were made for the administration of education, but they were minor buildings. Right. <laughs> yes. Or they weren't solely for the administration of they education. They were just a wing on City Hall. Which by the way, neither was this fucking building. So but <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Okay. Um, so it took uh, Donald Draper's dad two years to like organize and like get the money together to like buy the space, buy the land, and he ended up actually buying like a nice big plot of land right next to the Capitol building in Albany. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "This is an excellent space. My Jeffrey is going to be the best Jeffrey. Yeah, Mexico is going to pay for it. It's going to be huge. It's going to be, be amazing." Huge. So he was like, this is great. I'm going to be part of like the Albany skyline. You're going to see this beautiful building from the Hudson River. And then the like bishop of New York State was like, okay, but like we own all this other land around it. And we were going to build the first cathedral of New York in this spot. Oh. And now you're trying to build your building here. But Don Dreadle's, Donald Draper's dad was like, mm-mm, I can't fucking have this. So he like sniggity snook snook policized his way around and like bought all the land around where the cathedral was going to be. Fuck built your church! His, built his buildings around it so it's not accessible from the main street and it's not viewable from the river. Oh my he God. Like, fuck you, Jesus. You cannot have any this is cool my- part. Yeah. I was here first. He was like, no, this is mine. No, but the bishop was like, I was here first. I literally had this land first. And he was like, I don't care. I snicked it, snicked, and I took it. I don't even care what you did, because I did mine more snicky. I took it, I'm so snicky. Um, Like, to this day, if you go to that cathedral, it's called All Saints Cathedral. Uh, There's literally, like, part of the building that just ends, and it's obviously supposed to, like, there's, like, three spires, and there's obviously supposed to have, like, seven or 13 or, like, some big religious number. And there's all the plans drawn up for, like, where they were going to build their cathedral. But Donald Draper's dad just took all the plans. He was like, Jeffrey goes here. (laughs) This is my Jeffrey now. Mine. 
Look, I'm the first major educational building built in the United States. First I, major building constructed in the United States solely as the headquarters yeah. for the administration of education. So that I did have to write it specifically down. It was like there's no way I'm ever going to remember. So that, that just that's above the church. Sorry, God. Yeah, yeah. it's v- way more important than way. the church. Yeah. Um. So they. Uh, so Don Draper's dad spent about four million bucks on this, which is actually a pretty good deal considering that includes all of the land. That's all of his like political backdoor dealings to like fuck the church over, <laughs> and then all the design and building of Jeffrey. Wow. Um. <laughs> four and million in bucks, modern man. I'm really sticking with this, Jeffrey. It's no, I like bucks to build a Jeffrey. No, you, four you million just, bucks for a Jeffrey. Where are you going to get a deal like that these days? In I this know economy. Yeah. So if you equivalent that, you know, to modern day, it's about a hundred and three million bucks to build a Jeffrey. Okay. A hundred and three million bucks for a Jeffrey. I that's, mean, that's a good trade off. It's not I'd a Walmart say. rollback, but it's okay. But it's fine. It's, it's like co- it's like Costco price. Yeah. Um, so the building was dedicated bulk. in 1912, which was like nine months after they finished building it. I don't know why they just didn't fucking get around to it. They were busy um, furnishing. And, and, then, <laughs> and then as they opened it, they took, because it's like a big, it's a very big building, obviously. And the upper two floors were taken over by uh, the New York State Museum and then the New York Library, like oh. immediately moved in. So I was like, you're not solely for the purpose of administration no. of education. Look, the asterisk was it was built for that. But in practice, immediately they were just like, ah, uh, no. It does say constructed as See? a headquarters. As yeah. a headquarters. See, constructed they as a headquarters. They can let whomever they want. There's just enough qualifiers to (laughs) to make it special. That's right. It's still a special Jeffrey. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it used to have the statement. It doesn't anymore. um, But it used to have the like a huge, beautiful art gallery and all these amazing um, like books and stuff. And they moved everything in there because everything used to be housed in the Capitol building. But a huge chunk of the Capitol had burned down like four years previously. And they lost a bunch of old, important shit. Oh, God. So they were like, we've built a new fancy Jeffrey and he's fireproof. So Let's move everything yeah. important into here. <laughs> smart, smart, smart. So that's what Look, they we did. learned a valuable lesson. Yes. Yeah. When like, things burn down, burn lessons us. are learned. Yeah. They lost like the original like like proclamation of independence or something. They lost like big important stuff because it's New York. Yeah. So the they Constitution had a bunch of New York. Shit. Yeah, pretty much. Oops. They were like, it's fine. We had it in the, it's in the Google Cloud. Yeah. We'll somebody pull another copy they down. saved it in the cloud. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, Back so then, the it was building itself, cloud. you may be wondering, what does our beautiful Jeffrey look like? Yes, what does, what does Jeffrey, Jeffrey look like? Look like? Well, he's the campus of it is sort of weird and sprawling and oddly shaped because he bought all this land right. to fuck over the church. Yep. But the main building of Jeffrey is a big T-shaped building. T for um, teach. Ta-da! Thank you. Um, and it has a 36-column colonnade oh. uh, in front of it, which are uh, 90 feet tall marble columns. Big Very dicks. Tall. All right. Um, and... It, it has its own special qualifier. Ooh, okay. It is, quote, the longest colonnade in America. Ooh. The longest continuous colonnade <laughs> in America. Where the uh, spires are at least 90 feet tall. I know. Well, because it's like, it's a building. So it's like, it's the whole front of the fucking building. Yeah. And that just means it has big fucking, it looks like the uh, Lincoln Memorial. It has big fucking columns, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the front of it is 36 columns, which is... Quote, one of the largest in the world Whoa. and the largest in the these United States. You know, they just don't build enough buildings with colonnades lately. I also did days. not know the word colonnade was a word until today. Oh, congrats. Oh, yes, it, it is a word. 
I, I, I am aware. Yeah. She I knows read that. about 17 times today learning about Jeffrey and his beautiful Kaluna. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I also feel like it should it should either be the name of some sort of like anti-depressive drug mm. or a mixed cocktail. See, I was thinking... Jeffrey or Kalanad? Jeffrey's Kaluna. Jeffrey's Kaluna. There See, we go. I was thinking like a male cologne that you get Johnny Depp to show oh, for at Christmas like time Kalunad for Macy's. Like Kalunad by Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> Where he goes in the desert and for no reason takes off all of his jewels and like throws them in a hole in the ground. And is wearing a, like black long sleeves in the fucking desert. desert. Yeah. This Calm is, down. Yeah. Jeffrey's Kaluna, right? Jeffrey's Charlie's Theron is made entirely out of milk and is plummeting through the Milky Way in a <laughs> pool it. of her own devising. Yeah. And she says, Colonnade, Dior. <laughs> Charlize Theron stars as Jeffrey's Colonnade. Jeffrey, Colonnade, Dior. I would um, not wear it. No, nope, I would rather would. smell like shit. It definitely smells like a headache and uh, like Bros. an unenthusiastic consent. consent yeah. Let's just say that. Uh, so this building held, so Jeffrey held um, uh, like a, the museum and the library until uh, 1976. Okay. So it was there for a long time because it was like, we built this big fucking fireproof place for it. We might as well keep all we're, our importance we're here. Gonna use then they, it. in the 70s, they built another building that was also big and important and fireproof. They I built see. a different Jeffrey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Part 2. Um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jr. with the G O, spelled it the weird way. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey 2 um, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, Jeffrey too. <laughs> back yes. in the back in the New York room. Uh, so they moved out the museum and the library, and in 1971, it was listed on the National Register of Historical Places. So it's now like you can't fuck with it. Yep, it's an old ass thing for fucking America. Yep. Um, and one of the like famous things that it has is it has it used to be called the auditorium, but they've renamed it the Chancellor's Hall. Oh, that sounds pretentious. Ooh. But it's it's basically just a big two story auditorium. They're like it has ground level seats and a balcony with additional seats. Whoa. <laughs> like that's never happened before. It has seats on one floor, seats on another <laughs> floor. It was like like so does the AMC. Calm down. We're gonna show Hamilton hey, shut here. Shut the fuck up, lady. <laughs> uh, you talk bad about Jeffrey's Chancellor's Hall. Yeah. Um, so then, this uh, the Chancellor's Hall is also famous because it has this painting um, that's from the 1870s, so it's older than the building, mm-hmm. and it's called "The Genius of America." Oh boy! Which everything stated, it's like an allegorical painting. So I like to think of it as a sarcastic painting. Okay, called the genius of America, because it's fucking weird. Okay, like it's a huge painting, so it's thirty feet long. Um, and it has all these, um, like it has these like two angels standing on a pedestal with lions in front of them. And then there's like little baby angels that are like playing on a blanket that kind of looks like blood. And then there's like George Washington, but he's a statue in the sky. And there's okay. there's like more okay. angels that like are on clouds that kind of look like a boat. And okay. then there's a boat actual boats in the background and then weirdly off to the right there seems to be zombies cool you know what this is why america's great yeah genius of genius america. oh sorry sorry yeah. not great we yeah. are so it's this huge famous painting but in 2000 a bunch of people fucking complained about it so they just covered it up with a green sheet <laughs> it's been that way for the last 20 fucking Nothing years to see it's here. still up there it's like it's like uh like oz great and powerful wizard just a big green fucking sheet 
Um, There's nothing behind the sheet. I know because pay no attention to the man behind the garden. Uh, because like in the bottom corner, there's like a, a black man who is listed in the description as a quote savage. Their oh. words, not mine. Oh boy! And he's like reaching up like towards the angels to be like, help me, help me. And there's a white dude standing behind him, like pushing his shoulders down. That is not the genius of America. But yeah. yeah. I was also like, there, there's eight, a lot to unpack right there. I know. I was like 1870. That's when this Jesus. was painted. So yeah, is is the painter trying to make a statement about how the an, the an, you know the black an man allegorical statement? statement? Yeah, yes. where like the black man was free in 1870, but was he actually free? No, the white no. man's keeping him down. Same. 200 yeah. years later. I don't know. And we'll post the painting in the the uh, pictures for this week. But oh like, there really are like. There's like one guy in the background that's literally just making like a what the fuck is going on face. Word. And I'm like, that's same America buddy. today. What? Why are there zombies? Why is there a boat? Why is George Washington a statue? In the when sky. everyone else are people? That's the, that, that man is the genius of America. He's looking around like, what the fuck is <laughs> what this? What the fuck happened? Why is there like, there's sky boats now? You know what it kind of looks like? I did just finish my replay of all of Bioshock, mm-hmm. but it definitely looks like something out of Bioshock Infinite. Oh god! Like it looks like something that like the founder has created. Do you think he was a time traveler? Ooh. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, it was the art director of Bioshock tra- time traveling to enjoy a painting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, before it was covered up with a by a green sheet. sheet. Yeah. Um. So as you can imagine, seeing as how Jeffrey is so old, yeah. there's bound to be at least one ghost, one or just two. Just Jeffrey around. is so old, and the paintings inside of him so weird, so weird. racist. So weird and racist. racist. He obviously uh, is full of ghosts. So there is. He's not full of ghosts. He has one ghost. He's full of a ghost named oh. Jeffrey. He's full of a ghost. Was all they could handle. Um. So in the story of this ghost comes. The from ghost is like I don't know. This fucking painting's kind of racist. All the other ghosts weird. fucked off. There's <laughs> one racist ghost in the building. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. No. I don't. Well, maybe. You know what? We're going to get to it. Okay. Um, so he uh, showed up around the time that the building was being built. Okay. Uh, because he is the ghost of uh, an Italian stonemason who was working on the building. Okay. So he worked there in 1810 and he was working on some like upper level or something. And yeah. he apparently tripped and fell off the scaffolding Oops. and fell Classic. down into like where they were building out the basement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so the Italian stonemasons were like working on the like structure, the upper structures and the outer facade. Yeah. And all these Irish stonemasons were like doing the grunt work of like shoveling out the basement and like laying the concrete foundations and stuff. I'm going to guess the relations between the two eyes here are not good. Yeah, so it was a little bit Jets and Sharks going on. Okay. So when our poor Italian stonemason falls down. Giovinazzi. The the, uh, Irish like, I don't know, contractor in charge of the Irish stonemasons. Aiden said very famously that he, quote, hated clumsy Italians. Um, and then his... That's not what he said. <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> say, I, I can't, You know what? There was like four false takes there. <laughs> I was Justin Trudeau in a press conference in that moment. Just trying to oh fucking God. find my voice. <laughs> no, he said, he said, I hate the clumsy Italians. Why is he Italian? Why I can't do it. Because he's I, Irish. 
because I'm saying Italian. I can't do an Irish accent whilst saying the word Italian. Okay, okay. You do it. I hate a clumsy Italians. There you go. Oh, that was good. That, that was, was good. All right. All right, you win. You got it. I didn't go up properly, though. I you hate didn't, a clumsy Italians. I hate clumsy Italians. There you go. Uh, so he said, <laughs> I hate the clumsy Italians. Yes. Uh, Keep pouring. Whoa! Just fucking pour him into the ground? So they covered him in cement. Oh, he's now and part now of the building. And now our poor Italian stonemason. Is Jeffrey. Uh, he is Jeffrey. Is part, he is part of it. You know what's funny is everyone calls this ghost Jason. But which that's I was not like, Italian. Jason is not an Italian name, but I assume it's because he's Jason the stonemason. I assume. Yeah. Yep. You know what? That tracks. Like, that tracks. Giovanni. Yeah. Something. Uh, no, Jason, Jason the stonemason. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they now uh, the workers of the building have affectionately nicknamed the basement the dungeon. Yep. Okay. Uh, and they call the ghost Jason. Uh, and Jason is very active if you go down into the dungeon. And the stories that you will get from the workers about their interactions with Jason vary greatly. Ooh. Hmm. There's a very strong divide. My between- guess is they're not gonna like Bob. <laughs> yeah. Jason, how, how, how does he feel about uh, Irish. Irish people? Yeah. Uh, well, I they didn't take any sort of a like genealogical survey of the people who posted no, nobody these ghost did, stories. Did they, turned in their twenty three and Me numbers after yeah, they nobody, did this shit. Nobody spit in a tube before they uh, sent okay. in these stories. Okay. Um, but half of the stories are from people who are like he is like uh, he's an evil presence he definitely like makes himself known in a way that he does not fucking want you there okay so they say that he will as you walk down the steps into the dungeon he'll like make the room incredibly cold like suddenly you'll see your breath in the room um, even though, like, it makes no sense for it to be cold in that room. He's just the chilling the some dough before he makes some sort of Italian pastry. Mm-hmm. Some delicious Italian tastiness. Um, so they, they said they're, they're overcome with feelings of dread. They feel very, like, unwelcome, like such just something doesn't want them there. And then if they continue, whilst feeling these feelings, while they're feeling their feelings, yeah. if they continue to stay in the space, something will come from behind them and push them. Oh, oh. okay. Feel, uh, don't feel your feelings here. Go outside and feel your yeah, feelings. Yeah, so if you go downstairs and Jason seems grumpy, mm-hmm. you should leave. Just leave. Because he's going to push you. Okay. He's going to do a push. I don't like being pushed. However, some people who go down to the dungeon are like, nah, man, Jason's the fucking best. He comes, like, you don't know that he's there, but then, like, say you're walking out of a room and you're like, oh, I forgot to turn that fucking light off way over there. And I don't worry, I'll turn off the light for you. I forgot to turn off the light. And then Jason will just turn the light off for you. Oh. Or, like, or you're walking into a room and the light switch is far away and he'll turn the light on for you. Oh, oh, how friendly. Um, he also, because there's a bunch of, uh, it's a storage now. It's a storage. It's, it's a, storage. a storage. It's a storage. It's a storage now. Um, it's a me, Jason. Um, <laughs> so, so he, if people go down to look for something specific from storage, sometimes he'll like lead you towards where the book you're looking for is, or he'll pull that book out of a shelf and like make it fall down. Oh. Or sometimes he'll even pull a book down for you and then open it to the page you're looking for. So he's a mind wow. reading ghost as well. Very helpful. Yeah, he's super, and he apparently has had a lot of time in this fucking basement. He's read every goddamn book. He he's knows like, what's on every fucking page. Yep, he goes, I know about this particular- um, How many books are in this basement? Michelangelo I, uh, I story. assume a lot, it's a very big. Jeffrey is very large. It's so. a very big? Well, yeah, I guess if you've had over like a hundred years. In the basement. <laughs> After a hundred years, you've, you've read, read all the books yeah. a number of times. 
Uh, but yeah, so that is the ghost that hangs out Ooh. in Jeffrey. I like it. Uh, yeah, so it's it's very mixed, and it's very much like he likes some people, and he doesn't like some people. Yeah. Because it's not like on Tuesday he turned off the lights for me and was helpful, and on Thursday he pushed me. Yeah. It's like, no, every time I go down, he I feel like he's grumpy, or like, oh yeah, every once in a while he's helpful to me. It's very like person-specific. Mm. So I do wonder if it's like an Irish descent versus an Italian descent. You can descent. just tell he's yeah. like looking at you, he goes, I know you're Irish just by looking at you. Yeah. He's like, oh, you fucking redhead bush. Redhead yeah, bush. Yeah, yeah, filthy redhead potato-eating shithead. Pasty white pasty. cabbage potato motherfucker push. Yeah. Yep. I get it. <laughs> eat, a, but, eat a tomato once, you idiot. But what happens if like an Irish person goes down and they're eating pizza. What would he do? Ooh. You know, so he'd be conflicted. He sh- no, no. He shoves the Irish guy. Takes the takes pizza. Takes the pizza. He's like, stop creating my the fucking tenoli. culture. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so that is the story of the haunted Jeffrey. Yay. And Jason the stonemason that lives within his bowels. Good, great. I love it. Uh, and a really weird fucking painting. I, <laughs> weird racist painting. That's covered paintings. in a sheet. Weird, weird racist painting. I love how they're just like nothing to see here anymore. Green sheet. Bye. Hey, I'm sort of uncomfortable by this weird painting. I think they literally like a year or so ago moved it elsewhere. I think it's in another city now. Okay. But for like 20 years, they literally just put a sheet over it and were like, don't worry about that. It doesn't exist. Like if you can't it's see fine. it, it's not it's there. Fine. Don't just don't look don't at look it if at it offends you. Jeez. I put up a sheet. Yeah, Christ. This is your problem now. Quit being a baby. <laughs> Nah. Stop it. I thought you were Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good story. Yeah, yeah that's my haunted day job. I like your haunted like day it. job. Oh, oh man. All right. Well, uh, stick around for a minute and I'll yell at you and then and then and then we'll probably get another story from Melissa. Probably. I don't know, maybe. Well let's find out together. If you're lucky. Hey everybody, it's your old pal Engineer Bob, and I'm gonna buy up all the real estate around your church and put in bureaucracy buildings. Hey, guess what? We are still looking for fun stories from you that are horror stories, spooky stories, spooky spaghettis, creepypasta. Send it to us, boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. Hey, we also have a Patreon, uh, and it's patreon.com slash boozebrews. We have audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches that I do while we're recording. It's a good time, and I would like to thank listener Brittany for her incredible donation increase. Thank you for supporting the show. What are the rest of you jerks doing? Not that. Hey, we also have a bunch of really great social media websites where you can come and talk to us about Booze and Brews Nights, which a bunch of you have done. Thank you. Prepare for that content. Hey, we've got an Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast. We've got a Facebook at Booze and Brews. And we have a Twitter at Booze and Brews. Well, that's it for me. Now back to the show. I'm the coolest robot in the world. You can draw lines in a bunch of shapes like things that are leaves or flowers. That's the best thing about being a cool robot. Flowers, straight lines. Beep bop beep bop beep bop beep bop beep bop beep bop beep beep robot beep. That's the sound of me painting. That's my robot dance. Boop 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 boop. That's that robot's day job, if you would. I was also, I was doing a whole dance. The rest of you missed. Yeah, all of you. It was great. All of our dances that. I liked it. That you liked did. it. Everybody liked Everybody it. Liked Everybody liked it. Everybody fucking loved it. You know why? Because it was amazing. Do you know what else is amazing? Melly's story. Oh, you haven't even heard it yet. Well, then you better live smell. up to the hype. Fuck I this. Is. in you, boo. This is, this is intense, yeah. y'all. So my, my day job is uh, Harpo Studios in Boca? Chicago, Illinois. 
former Harpo Studios. I come mm. to find out no longer exist. So oh, Oprah Peace Harpo out. Studios was the home of the Oprah Winfrey show from Heard 1990 to 2011. Yeah. Heard of her. And fun fact, Harpo is just Oprah spelled backwards. Oh, my God. Oh, she's so oh. clever. I thought she was just a big Marx Brothers fan. Loved. That's her dragon name. Marx. What? Harpo? Right. Because isn't, isn't your dragon name like your name backwards, right? So her sure. dragon name would be Harpo. I'm just Bob. <laughs> <laughs> You're Bob the dragon. I'm Bob the dragon. <laughs> um, anyway, so the studio was located in the West Loop of Chicago's near West Side neighborhood. So West Side. Until uh-huh. 2011 when it so was. So it's in the West Side of the West Side. Yes. The, so super, the West Side part of the West Side. Super West Side. Okay. Um, until 2016 when it was sold and demolished to make way for McDonald's new global headquarters which opened oh. in 2018 so I it's still somebody's say, job I thought you were going to say for a McDonald's yeah, I, I would have like, loved that but no McDonald's it global actually headquarters did come out which, and, and is actually where the ball pit is that's where Oprah's desk used to be <laughs> Oprah's desk is now a ball pit now it's a play place yep super fun gross disgusting ball maybe some pee and poop Pee so, poop. Definitely so, a random shoe. Pee poops, yes. random shoe, dice, and used up. Mary McCheese. <laughs> Mary McCheese. And the hamburglar. Uh, but yes, you don't know so, what he's burgling in there? He's burgling butts. He's burgling shoes, clearly. Burgling so many things. Booza, booze nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so it is still it still fits my qualifiers of day job. People is that a hamburger in your pants there. because your dick is circumferenced and out pokey? Get out! What? And pokey? And yeah. pokey? You just say, and pokey? Is yeah. it a cat? Booze and bruise, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Only I can do that. That's my idea. yeah. Yeah. So anyway, because um, it, it's it might not be the building itself that's haunted, but rather the land and the spirits are simply inhabiting whatever building is there. Mm. We don't so really they, know that, but so based on my like, story, you will find out why. So it's not just the ghosts of like all the children that Oprah sacrificed to build her massive no, empire. No, 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 no. Mm. The, the ghosts they think are from what the building site was so when oprah brought bought the land mm-hmm. uh the building area in like 1990 it used to be uh, an armory so she tore oh. down the armory portion oh. of it and made that's where harpo studios was built god it was it. like over the land where that used to be understood so uh. yes we think it it might be the land but is mcdonald's haunted now that's what i want to find out oh i'm sure it is yeah um, but anyway, the likely cause of the ghost activity that was reported at Harpo most likely came from the um, Eastern, uh, what the hell is it called? Well, it's like the Western Electric Company boat accident. Eastland, that's The it. Eastern Electric Company boat accident? No, no, oh. the, the Eastland. But they're in the west part of the west side. Yes, the Eastland disaster of 1915. Ready about it? Here it goes. Okay. It was yeah, a, I know nothing of this. Okay, Nobody good. knows about it. It is a disaster. Um, so on July 24th is, is that what that boat disaster is was it a disaster the boat disaster was actually pretty good everybody liked it was such a disaster it. oh my god it was this, actually more of a fiasco more yeah I should be like I a little bit of, it was more of a boat snafu really for being mm. honest yeah you're the rest was all PR you know what here how about we listen to and you, we come to a conclusion right, at the you, end you tell, if it was a snafu if it was a disaster if it was an oopsie doodle okay. remind if us it, at the end to yes. give it a rating okay yeah great 
So on July 14, sorry, 24th, 1915, the okay. Western Electric Company chartered several boats to take their employees on a day-long outing from downtown Chicago to a park 38 miles across Lake Michigan in Indiana. Oh, they're taking them on a boat cruise. Yeah. Mm. So it was like, yeah, they just take them like 38 miles up the Chicago River. Mm. Booze and, and jazz cruise. Yes. Mm. Um, so the first ship scheduled to leave was the Eastland, which was licensed to carry 2,500 passengers plus crew. Uh, a That's total, a lot. Yeah. A total a of 2,573 passengers boarded. Uh, it was the first boat to board. So that's why they think most people, because it was, they wanted the most time because it was only a day long trip, mm-hmm. uh, a three hour tour, if you will. Um, <laughs> I got to get my fucking drink on. I got to get on this first fucking boat. I want to yeah. get on the 73 first. extra people got on the fucking boat. Right. So as the boat started filling up with passengers between 710 and 715 in the morning. So five minutes. Five minute boat boarding. The, to get crammed 2000 people on there. The boat began to list to port away from the wharf. So it was Uh-oh. tilting this way. It starts everybody. To list this everybody way. ran on one side of the boat and the boat said, oopsies. Yeah. So a lot uh, of people uh, because uh, they uh, wanted to uh, be uh, in the front of the boat. They kind of went toward the front because they wanted to be able to see, but it was also raining that day. So it was like a light mist. So a lot of um, women and their children went down into the underbelly. Many children were misted that day. They were misted. Um, So by 723. (laughs) Booze and bruise night. (laughs) This is why you're not allowed to do that. (laughs) So... (laughs) At 715. Missed me in the port side. Boozer's nice. <laughs> they correct the list. They get it straight again. But uh-huh. by what what is that? Seven, eight minutes later, it listed even further to port and oh, water oh, began no. pouring through open gangways into the engine room. The crew oh, no. realizing Why what was about to happen. Why is everybody running over to one side of the fucking boat? It dum-dums. I will tell you. It's, it was not all the people. There was other problems. It was a lot a of bit. the people. There was a lot of people, but there was also other factors that went into effect, okay. which well, I will tell I you about I am a bit. white person, and I have absolutely no details about your story, but I definitely know what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so crew realizing what was about to happen ran up to the main deck. Five minutes later, the boat was now listing at a 45-degree angle, which caused all of the shit not bolted down to slide across the floor. So pianos, uh, so now that, like all the all the furniture, saw the people running to the side, and they're like, "What's over there?" So <laughs> like, "What's that piano going?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't follow that piano. Within two minutes, follow that piano. <laughs> two minutes after that, the listing. If you see a piano headed somewhere, you follow it. The the listing <laughs> old timey wisdom rolled <laughs> over. My words, son. <laughs> The, the listing boat now rolled over onto its side, so it has fallen now oh, onto no, its it side. It's take a nappy. In 20 feet of water, <laughs> still tied to the dock. ECB tie tie. They don't go nappy nap. They wanted to go nappy nap. Uh, because the roll happened so fast, there was no time to launch any of the light boats or vests. But as I was mentioning, it was actually the lifeboats or vests that made the boat very dangerous because after this was three years after Titanic mm-hmm. and uh, after that, heard everybody of it. heard of it. <laughs> everybody was just like, um, we need to make sure there's enough lifeboats for everybody on the boat. And yeah. After Titanic, it was like, we should ban boats. These things are fucking dangerous. Fucking stupid. Everybody in the boat getting get lifeboats. So everybody, getting tipsy, I getting, think, is what happened. in this boat got tipsy. Everybody, in, this everybody boat. in the boat drowning and dying a horrible sea death. Yes. So um, now that's a record I can I can bump and grind to. Booze and bruise night. Booze and bruise night. 
lights. So all of the lifeboats, which weighed like 1,100 pounds a little bit of boat and grind. Get out. Get out. (laughs) Fired. You interrupted her for that. You're goddamn right I did. (laughs) Do it again. You stand by it. So, as I was saying, because of Titanic, yes, everybody had to have enough lifeboats and life jackets to mm-hmm. account for everybody on board. So they had enough boats, but everything was stacked on the upper deck. So this bad boy was very, very, very top heavy, which oh, I feel made boat. stability uh. of the boat very hard. In fact, a couple years before this accident, the boat almost listed and did the exact same thing with 3,000 people on board. Yeah. Whoa, with 3,000? Yes. Well, um, that's still too many people. Yes. Yeah. Well, and so instead of fixing the problem, being like, okay, let's take a look at this and realize, because there, there was an engineer um, that warned, it was whenever the, the law was passed requiring every boat to have enough lifeboats and life jackets, uh-huh. there was an engineer that was like, I don't think you guys are thinking this through. You're not taking into consideration the extra weight that you're adding and all of this, so other changes need to be made. But they were like, shut up, you, you know nothing. So they Look, just Look, you asked for boats, we gave you boats. Exactly. So everything is now up, stacked up top. So with all the people loading in, the fact that it started a list, it was top heavy, and they just kept loading people in. Yeah. Even while it's tilting. So now we have collapsed. We are now just the boat. Just keep shoving it in. Booze and bruise nights. <laughs> so now the boat has gone sleepies onto its yeah, side. Yeah, the boat sleepy tie tie. Take a little nighttime, a is, little nappy is gonna time. It's going to take in. a nighty night time. So nobody had time to deploy the um, lifeboats nor no. the life jackets. So now you have. What about the parachutes? Hunt thousands of people. No parachutes. Yeah, they all They're had the parachutes. Ground. It was fine. And they just jumped right into and the water. And they just jumped into the water. Save. Uh, so now you take everybody that was on deck, so thousands of people, mm-hmm. and now you just throw them all into 20 feet of murky, cold fucking water. Yeah. Uh, but they're real close to the dock, so it's okay. But you're now, you're extended out. There's hundreds of people around you trying to do this. Everyone's panicking. People are Everyone's pulling each other each down. Other. Also, the boat is probably kind of sinking in your vicinity as well. Yeah. Like you're doing that, so mm. you're trying. People are pulling on each other. People, women and children, babies can't fucking swim. So you're trying yeah. to like hold on to yourself, swim and to what, shore. People, what year was this? 1915. 1915. So yeah. like, yeah, women are in like hoop skirts, hoop and, skirts and, and giant yeah. dresses. So people on there was about 10,000 people. They said on the just on the street that day. So people were just throwing in whatever thing, like floaties, anything. Like this is a wooden chicken crate. This rocks. Grab this, like anything to keep <laughs> you afloat. Throwing <laughs> these poor survivors. Yes. So a couple people got like knocked out and died because no they tried. Way. Because you're just chucking, like you're trying to save them, but you're not, you don't have good aim. You're just like, no. Hope this saves you. So you have thousands of people now in the water. Plus, so there's a lot of people and we need to transport them out. Somebody throw a bus in. Right, exactly. Um, I'm going to throw my grandmother at you. She can swim. Right. Um, unfortunately, the people who were um, under deck, they died. Because oh, they there's just no go. way. They, they died instantly. No, they Dude, drowned very death. slowly No, I would guess they died slowly and painfully. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, oh, it was all the misty children. Yeah, those exact, misty children. <laughs> exactly. Um, so those standing on the upper deck hurled into the water... Um, some of the people just like if they were close enough to one edge they just walked off like their feet didn't even get wet and they're just like okay well I'm fine meanwhile thousands of people are in the water 
20 feet like, of water fuck you. tied to the dock, <laughs> drowning. Um, Look at these drowning idiots that didn't walk <laughs> off the boat. Exactly. Boy, am I glad um, I stayed in the back of the boat. Son, never follow a piano. According to one of the bystanders, quote, God, the screaming was terrible. It's ringing in my ears yet. Oh, gosh. Um, Those below deck, like I mentioned, not lucky at all. Uh, Most of the bodies found in the below decks were women and children. Mm. Um, By eight o'clock in the morning, so half an hour has now passed, um, all survivors had been pulled from the water. Um, As the number of dead grew, the second regiment armory, located about a mile and a half away, was converted into a morgue. Oh, fun. Um, Bodies bodies were placed in rows of 85 in order to be identified. And a man named Harlow Smoot, best name ever. Smoot? Smoot. Smoot? Smoot. Harlow Smoot said, mothers still holding their babies, women's with handfuls of other women's hair, young people dressed in white dresses and trousers, and after being thrown into that stinky, dirty water of the Chicago River, they looked awful. Stinky, like, dirty Chicago only, River. Not only are they dead, but they're dirty. They, they look gross. Because not only in, is that bitch dead, she also stanky. She's stanky. Stanky, dirty. Stanky. She got dirty river water on her. She wear her pretty white dress, and now she gross. That's now it's right. a brown dress. Ew. Um, all not told, fashionable. No, all told, 844 people died that day, which Ooh, was more than the people. Lusitania and Titanic, asterisk on Titanic number of passengers, um, versus crew 20 feet from the dock 844 people died 20 feet from safety that's, that's insane. insane that that's is terrible insane. well I bet it was because like half those people were under yep. under deck because it was so they were just gone mm-hmm. and the other people yeah I bet they just couldn't get to I bet there was like such a rush of people trying to push their way back to land to land yeah that you just got like you basically got stampeded in water right and then you eventually, and it's what, so it's not cold out, thankfully, but again, you're in 1915 dress. Your dress weighs 50 pounds. That's wet now, and you're just going to start to sink. Oh, and you probably, you don't know how to swim. And you don't. No. And, and you probably have your children. So what do you do? Do you sacrifice yourself and your children, try to save your child? What do you do? You throw that baby out with the bathwater. You say, learn to swim, fucking baby. Yeah. This is not a tool song. (laughs) Time to learn to swim, baby. I know, fucking Anima. I have two goddamn chicken coops strapped to the side of my fucking dress. (laughs) Mama's got to work on mama for a minute. Yeah. So anyway, um, 70% of those who died were under the age of 25. And 22 entire families died that day. Entire oh, no. families. Wow. There was one little boy, like one of the last people to be identified was a seven-year-old boy. And the only, he was identified because like, I want to say within the a doctors week. doctors are running around with checklists trying to complete sets like baseball cards. Oh, that's yeah. the Carruthers is. Well, They're no, dead. Well, it was like just family members. So what would happen was they had this little boy. No family came to like claim or identify because the body. Because they were all dead. Because they were all dead. Oh, Christ. Oh. Um, but yeah, he was identified by school friends um, at the <gasps> oh funeral my home. Oh, God. Can you imagine they, being a child and having to walk into a room with and be like, hey, that's, dead people? And that's be like, Timmy. is this Jimmy? Yeah. That's Jimmy. Congratulations. You're now ward of the state. <laughs> that is my good friend, Jimmy. He loved to chase pianos. Yeah, they were like, oh, this is Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy the piano chaser. So then they called up grandma and was like, hey. We call him Jimmy um, Keys. Can you tell me what Jimmy looked like? And she'd be like, Jimmy Keys was wearing his special piano pants. He was wearing his <laughs> piano pants. That's him. And he was wearing the piano I pants. I invented oh, the no. piano key necktie. I invented it. What have you done, Derek? Derek. No, Derek. <laughs> Sorry. 
little Poor Jimmy Keys. So yeah. Jimmy Keys, you know, yeah. But twenty two entire fucking families. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm sure the like the the like one girl like tuna of the day who like overslept and was running five minutes behind was like fuck I gotta get on that second boat I guess uh-huh. <laughs> I was like ha ha I am so glad I didn't get on that I'm boat I'm so glad I was hung over and did not make that first boat yeah um, it would take 24 years to finish all litigation tied to the disaster. Oh, I'm sure. And because, oh, this pissed me off when I read it because of what I do for a living. Um, maritime limited liability laws. Um, most, if not all, families who had loved ones died received next to nothing or nothing. I'm sure they were like, we'll pay to bury them. Not even so that, because seat. the limit on the liability for maritime laws, and I think it's still, I think there's still bullshit laws because there was that... Um, that duck boat accident and they were like maritime law our liability is limited to x number of dollars um in 1915 the maritime law the liability limit was forty two thousand dollars. 844 people died and they're like well yeah forty six thousand dollars so they got away they got away with literal murder they didn't have to pay for anything the class action lawsuit was like everyone gets 42 cents pretty much and it was just like jesus christ minus postage they are maritime law Fuck that. So You're a crook, crook, Captain. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you said maritime law, I kept thinking it. Well, I'm glad you did it. But yes, uh, write your Congress people. That's bullshit. Anyway, yeah, that is such bullshit. So, guess what used to be on the site of Harpo Studios? Oh, no, 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 no. Wait a wait, second. Wait, oh, no, yes. wait a second. How would we classify the Eastland boats problem? Tuna? Tuna. Classify uh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm solidly a disaster. Okay, great. Solidly uh, a disaster. I'm going to say they pulled a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that was a big oopsie doodle. That was a whoopsie doodle bungle bungle fuck. It's not good. It was a whoopsie doodle butthole bungle fuck. Yeah. Bungle bungle fuck. Yeah. That's the, that's the classic double bungle fuck. Yeah. That's yeah, a double bungle fuck. Yeah. yeah. L- l- look it up. It's a, it's in the classification charts. It's pretty bad. Yeah. When you get to the double Yeah. Look it up fuck. on Wikipedia. But yes. Uh, guess what used to be on the site of Harpo Studios if you remember what I said 10 minutes ago. The Armory. Yes. You win a prize. I remembered something from earlier in the episode. <laughs> So, Bobby, you win a prize. Slow clap. Um, yeah. So, 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 guess what's haunted? So, <laughs> Oprah built her empire on the bones of hundreds of dead children. This is what you're talking. Women about. and children. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, just I so we're clear. Just yep. Ripped down that building where their their final where their bodies were taken to be you identified. If, and if put up a studio. Gonna, if someone was going to harness that energy and use it, I'm glad it was Oprah. It was Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> She paved paradise and put up a parking lot. She gave people cars. You get a car. Everybody gets a car. They couldn't afford or pay taxes on. No. Every car full of ghosts. Yes. Ghosts You get a car and a dead child. You get a car and and a a dead dead child. child. Ignore Jimmy Jimmy Piano Pants. Pay no attention to Jimmy Keys. (laughs) Jimmy Keys. I'm so excited to come home with you and own a car. Do you have a piano? Yikes. I'm so, not going home with you if you don't have a piano. So it seems that Oprah may or may not have wanted the the haunting necessarily publicized. You hear some stories saying, you know, if you worked there, you were forbidden from talking about any of the ghosts like on the record because Oprah, oh, it was so just fun. something she didn't want to talk about. But on the same like token, I guess from what I've read, I couldn't find the episode. But in 1996, apparently she talked about it. Oh. And she said. Um, she was like, yeah, the dead baby's here. 
No, well, she didn't talk too much about it, but what she said was that um, she has seen things and won't be in the building after midnight at all. Okay. And most of the ghosts Does do. Does she like, also like not get the building wet or right? right <laughs> doesn't right. feed it after midnight. Doesn't feed it after midnight. <laughs> well, Oprah is fed after midnight. Ayo. Whoa. That's mean. That was she just loves mean. bread. She lo- I love bread. We all love bread. I love bread. Dude, I have a whole loaf of sourdough that I just want to. I'm so jealous. I have zero food in my house. Oh, no. But anyway, so it's kind of on the fence. But anyway, a lot of what people experience is oral sounding. So they hear a lot of shit. <laughs> Not people oral. experience a lot of oral in this <laughs> building. Boozer is nice. They get a lot of oral ghosts. A U R A L, as in oral. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's a lot of what. It's a lot of hears these ghosts. I hear the ghosts. Um, but what people? <laughs> I never. I, I, okay. Bob, shut up. Don't even. I I stopped. Go on with your story for fuck's sake. Wait, what were you gonna say? They hear a lot of ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop. I regret. I guess Chili regret. Yeah, you asked. Now you're fine. I made a bad decision. For the betterment of the podcast. And then you took me to toilet town. Bosomber's nights. So anyway, a lot of take them take them to toilet town. The first production of Blues and Bruce Nights. Nights. Um, so what a lot of people Blues and Bruce Nights is just Blumpkin content. No, it's got to be Plowdens, right? Plowdens. We hitched our wagon to Plowdens. Butt in butt action. Yes. Uh, is the sound? It's, of, it's full of real good wieners and butt in butt action. They hear the sound of children. Okay. Laughing and playing. Um, yeah, uh, contractors working in the building would frequently hear um, the sounds of kids laughing or other noises, things moving, and they would warn other contractors, you know, either changing of the shifts or next group of workers, be like, you're going to hear a lot of stuff. Don't worry. It's just the ghosts. Oh, my gosh. It's just Jimmy Keys. It's just Jimmy Keys. He's fine. He's dead. He's not going to have a problem. He's not going to bother you. Right. Um, a little girl may also appear near certain vending machines. Uh, oh, she hungry. Only to disappear when you see her. Uh, she you didn't buy she, her Cheetos. Well, what happens is she probably goes to the vending machine, looks for Cheetos, doesn't see Cheetos, and disappears. Sure. She's like, Uts, what the fuck is this shit? What? Yeah, what is uh, an Uts? Uts? Flaming hot. That's what we require, you idiots. Yeah, she's yeah, a youth. Where's my goddamn Fritos, motherfucker? Yeah, the mm-hmm. youths love flaming hot shit. So she's just yeah. like, what is this nonsense? Twix? No. Right, Twix are Regular Cheetos? Good. No, man. Fuck I you. want a salty, not a sweet. Yeah. Mm, and now she, she got them gummy bears. Oh. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. High adventures that are beyond compare. <laughs> Other employees have heard adults talking. Um, so okay. you'll hear children talking, but children then you also talking. hear the sound of a girl. Oh, I, trying I to get hadn't the- died on that boat a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, one security guard, but you can never really make it out. Like, it just sounds like, like Charlie Brown So it's a good thing everybody had a life vest. That's gallows humor. Oh, so it's like the the mom from the Muppet Babies or whatever? Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. Adults, yeah. One security guard told the story of a woman working late who called him scared to death saying there were people laughing and talking outside of her door, but she was too afraid to open it and try to see who was there. She was like, sounds like they're on a booze curse. Sounds like sounds like they're having eight minutes of fun before things go horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. Yet when the security security guard got there no one uh was there but the sounds continued so they did a looky-loo and they were like nothing's there but still so they got some solid oral solid 
solid oral. <laughs> um, and it seems that uh, Harpo also had its own version of Moaning Myrtle, which is kind of exciting. Oh, haunted mm. poopers. Yep. In one of the bathrooms, uh, the middle stall was always kept closed because of the sounds of a woman crying. They're just like, shut up. She's sad about she's sad about the water, man. She's really sad about sad about the water. Horny for Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. Weird. We look. She's had a long time. She's read some books. She went to Vanessa's uh, education center. She goes floating. She she spent some time at Jeffrey. (laughs) She went to Jeffrey. She she spent some time. By the way, no school in Jeffrey. Museum, library, yes. Zero schools in Jeffrey. No schools. She read some Jeff some books in Jeffrey. Went back, started haunting the middle. She read some books in Jeffrey. Then she went back to Oprah and got some oral. Booze and brews (laughs) nights. This is like a solid Tuesday. Yeah, seriously. Um, But the most famous ghost is that of the gray lady. I think we talked about that last week, how they're always different colored ladies. Yeah, yeah, red lady, gray lady, white lady. Um, But this is the the reason she is the gray lady is because it is a woman in period dress wearing a long gray overcoat with a big like 1915 era hat. Love it. Like Rose from fucking Titanic kind of shit. Sure. Which was great. I'll never let go, Jack. And then immediately let's go. Right. And he yeah. could have fucking fit. Um, who is, I've who's, seen the diagrams. He would have fit on that fucking door. Mm-hmm. Mythbusters did it. Jealous. They got, they got both Kate. of those fat ass old dudes on that fucking door. Greedy bitch. Just Scoot over selfish. Kate. Um, anyway, Plus, so she. DiCaprio weighed like 100 pounds soaking wet at that point. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he was soaking wet on account of being in the water. Yeah. And the, and the sinking boat. But the ice, he was starting to turn into ice, so that makes him a little bit heavier. He was an ice man. Yeah. Nobody was floating. He was more buoyant. Ice yeah. floats. It's true. That's why That's the nice. iceberg was at the top. Yeah. Good point. Uh, anyway, Science! This gray lady is seen floating down the halls, and she may have even been captured on security cameras one night. Again, couldn't find any of the footage, but people have seen her on security camera. Um, but yeah, she was most likely, based on her dress, either a victim uh, or a mother who was having to identify her dead baby. Oh, that's yeah, I was like, can I was like, can you imagine trying to swim in a giant like dress with like corsets and petticoats and then a coat? Yeah. Yeah. In July. I, in Chicago. Not humid at all. Well, I was like, she's probably like literally wearing fifty pounds of clothing. Yeah. And then the second yeah, that, shit that shit got wet. gets wet. wet you just sink yeah. and then you're trying to like keep afloat because you got your dump baby yeah it's like I know and the men are just like shoes. fucking freestyling oh yeah the yeah. men just walked off. they just walked off why the... didn't you wear pants yeah. assholes grabbing at your petticoat trying to pull themselves but I don't know what other women is. like grabbing because they were saying that from Mr. Smoot he was like women had each other's hair so they yeah, were trying to like gross. use each other to stay alive yeah, yeah. every woman for herself apparently. Yeah, I yeah man, that is horrible. Drowning anyways, is sounds uh, like a terrible way to go. Yeah, so that was the story of Harpo Studios, now the global headquarters of McDonald's. Um, mm. I bet that shit's haunted. I hope. I don't know if enjoy, the ghosts enjoy stuck a Big around. Mac. Well, they might. Yeah, like enjoy Big those Mac. chicky nugs, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. Those are now ghost chicky nugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the story of Harpo Studios. That is crazy. That's yeah. a terrible, terrible boat disaster that happened. Yeah. Um, the His re- boat is no longer good for boating. I knew about it because I watched some like NFL special and the George Hallis, who used to own the Chicago or coach own and coach the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. He's kind of credited as being the father of like modern day football with the rules that we see today. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be on the boat. 
and he didn't show up. He pulled a, a tuna. He was like hungover, um, and he didn't show is up. Is this like is this like the uh, early 1900s equivalent of like I had a ticket to that 9/11 flight and yeah. I didn't get on the like there were like yeah. nine thousand well, people 7, who were like 000. I had a ticket. Well, yeah. there were, no, no, there, there were because there were a bunch of drunk Irish immigrants that were going to sail that thing right into the World Trade well, Center. There were five boats that yes. they chartered. <laughs> um, there were five boats that they chartered, so they had to split it up because seven thousand people had tickets. So you can be like, "Yes, I had a ticket and I didn't die," because there were five fucking chartered boats. It wasn't yeah. just this one. This was the first one. Yeah, um, uh, but so he, he pays was, to be late, man. Pays he, to fucking be late. Yep, he really does. But they thought he died. He was actually listed as amongst the dead because. They never found him because he just didn't show up because he heard that it sunk and he's like, well, I'm going to stay home. He was like, fuck it. I'm going on a goddamn bender for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to go play football and go on a bender. But anyway, that's kind of how I knew about the disaster. Oh, Yay. my God. So well, after that, I definitely need a drink. So let's talk. About let's this talk beer. about this beer. Mm. So day job, pale ale from Three Weavers. This is a 5.6%. So yep. I think this is the heaviest we've had. We did buy their uh, like multi-pack from Obsessions. Yeah. So everything was in the fives, fours yep. and fives. Yes. Um, I this is very hop forward. Super duper. Like it says this. a wash with aromas of bright citrus and pine. Well, I get fucking pine. Yeah. Oh, I think it's citrusy as fuck. It does. It <sighs> smells very citrusy, but it, it it's got a nice piney bite to it. We when you think drink it. it should be in your job description to share this easy drinking <laughs> brew with friends. This is. I'm so excited that I have two more of these in my fridge. You're very lucky. It's so good. It's this is so good. really really good. Got that Chinook. Got that, got that citra. That's what's going on. This Bell, there's really another hop in there called the Idaho Seven, which I've never heard of. Idaho Seven? Is it a potato? I don't. I, I said potato it was a hop. Potato it was a hop. It was a potato hop. It's a hop potato. Yeah. It's. You're getting there. Uh, this, yeah, this beer is delightful. It is very hoppy. It doesn't drink like a normal pale. I no. think if you are like Podcast Mom and you don't enjoy a hop, you might it not. It's gonna this. be yeah. a little much the, for you. The pale ale is gonna lull you into a false sense of security and it's gonna kick you in the mouth. Yeah, if you were anticipating this tasting like a Budweiser or a PBR, it does not. It's very. It has a lot of flavor. Again, for a five point six, it, it's you can drink it easily, but it has a lot of flavor to it. Yeah. It is not a meek beer, uh, but uh, old engineer Bob likes it very much. Hey, this is the part of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Guess pick what I winner. like? You know what I like? I like oral. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's it. Melissa wins. <laughs> I capitulate. <laughs> I want no part of that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> what else? I wrote down nope. all this stuff. Nope. It doesn't drown matter. After I said river, it, I was I'm, like, it's the end now. Nope. Drown me in a river. I'm done. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa won after saying you like oral. I'd be like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I'm glad you find yourself amusing. I am a delight. I am... <laughs> One of the be- one of the things that the people love most about this podcast because of <laughs> well, how delightful I am. If you enjoy listening to, to Bob talk about oral, <laughs> come on back next week. I'm sure he'll say something else disgusting and inappropriate. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so come back next week. There will There'll be more booze and more brews. And until then, cheers. You're disgusting, disgusting human. The second he said that, I was like, wow. <laughs>